Hi, this is Adrian Sala, founder of Wikisleep. As many of you know, the Wikisleep app is now available for both Apple and Android devices. And I recently updated it, adding some fun features like autoplay for the next episode, sequential play of your favorite episode and a timer so that you can set it and forget it while you drift off to sleep. I wanted to mention that I am removing ads from the podcast because I know how disruptive they are. My sincere hope is that you'll go to the app and try it out, where I believe the experience is just better. And as part of that, though, over the next coming weeks, I'll be changing the episodes on the podcast to be closer to previews of full episodes, about six or seven minutes each. If you'd like to hear this and every other episode in its entirety, they're available on the app, and you can access that by visiting wikisleep.com. It's simple to download and get started, and there's a free trial so you can test it out at no cost today. Anyway, I encourage you to get the app, and in the meantime, I hope you get some rest and enjoy this episode. You're listening to Wikisleep Podcast, a podcast designed to help you relax and unwind through calm, quiet storytelling. I'm your host, Adrian Sala. Our goal is to never interrupt a story with advertising, because it's distracting and it interrupts your relaxation, so we remain ad-free. If you'd like to support us and others in getting better sleep, visit wikisleeppodcast.com, where there are options for contributing through single donations or monthly contributions of any amount. Today's story, Book One of the Odyssey, written by ancient Greek poet Homer. Tell me, O muse of that ingenious hero who traveled far and wide after he had sacked the famous town of Troy. Many cities did he visit, and many were the nations with whose manners and customs he was acquainted. Moreover, he suffered much by sea while trying to save his own life and bring his men safely home. But do what he might, he could not save his men, for they perished through their own sheer folly in eating the cattle of the sun god Hyperion. So the god prevented them from ever reaching home. Tell me too about all these things, O daughter of Jove, from whatsoever source you may know them. 
So now all who escaped death in battle or by shipwreck had got safely home except Ulysses. And he, though he was longing to return to his wife and country, was detained by the goddess Calypso, who had got him into a large cave and wanted to marry him. But as years went by, there came a time when the gods settled that he should go back to Ithaca. Even then, however, when he was among his own people, his troubles were not yet over. Nevertheless, all the gods had now begun to pity him, except Neptune, who still persecuted him without ceasing and would not let him get home. Neptune had gone off to the Ethiopians, who were at the world's end and lie in two halves, the one looking west and the other east. He had gone there to accept a hectatome of sheep and oxen, and was enjoying himself at his festival. But the other gods met in the house of Olympian Jove, and the sire of gods and men spoke first. At that moment, he was thinking of Aegisthus, who had been killed by Agamemnon's son, Orestes. So he said to the other gods, See now how men lay blame upon us gods for what is after all nothing but their own folly. Look at Aegisthus. He must needs make love to Agamemnon's wife unrighteously and then kill Agamemnon, though he knew it would be the death of him, for I sent Mercury to warn him not to do either of these things. Inasmuch as Orestes would be sure to take his revenge when he grew up and wanted to return home. Mercury told him this in all good will, but he would not listen, and now he has paid for everything in full. Then Minerva said, Father, it served you just this right, and so it would anyone else who does as he did. But Aegisthus is neither here nor there. It is for Ulysses that my heart bleeds when I think of his sufferings in that lonely, seagird island, far away, poor man from all his friends. It is an island covered with forest in the very middle of the sea, and a goddess lives there. Daughter of the magician Atlas, who looks after the bottom of the ocean and carries the great columns that keep heaven and earth asunder. This daughter of Atlas has got hold of poor, unhappy Ulysses and keeps trying by every kind of blandishment to make him forget his home so that he is tired of life and thinks of nothing but how he may once more see the smoke of his own chimneys. You, sir, take no heed of this, and yet when Ulysses was before Troy, did he not propitiate you with many a burnt sacrifice? Why, then, should you keep being so angry with him? And Jove said, My child, 
what are you talking about? How can I forget Ulysses, than whom there is no more capable man on earth? No more liberal in his offerings to the immortal gods that live in heaven. Bear in mind, however, that Neptune is still furious with Ulysses for having blinded an eye of Polyphemus, king of the Cyclops. Polyphemus is son to Neptune by the nymph Thusa, daughter to the sea king Phorcys. Therefore, he will not kill Ulysses outright. He torments him by preventing him from getting home. Still, let us lay our heads together and see how we can help him return. Neptune will then be pacified. For if we are all of a mind, he can hardly stand out against us. And Minerva said, Father, son of Saturn, king of kings, if, then, the gods now mean that Ulysses should get home, we should first send Mercury to the Ogygian Islands to tell Calypso that we have made up our mind. If you're enjoying this Wikisleep story and would like to hear it in its entirety, full episodes are available on the Wikisleep app, where there is so much more to help you get to sleep. Simply visit the Apple App Store or Google Play Store and search Wikisleep. Or Visit wikisleep.com, where there are simple links to the app. And remember, we're not a regular sleep app. We're a cool sleep app. Affordable, fun, and endlessly interesting. <laughs>